0: Welcome back to HaShavuah. This week we're gonna be making our way through Parak of Haisha Rabbah and we're gonna be learning Daf Sadi Dalid, very challenging Daf at the uh, the end. Of Avamos, and we're going to be discussing many different ideas that surround uh, the concept of the uh, uh, an eid echad and the believability of an eid echad. Going into the uh, the discussions that we're going to have at the mission on the bottom of Daft Ali Dalid Amud Aleph with regards to a woman or a man as the Mishnayos described, that go le Medina Sayam, and there's confusion as to whether or not uh, the spouse is still alive, the spouse that went le Medina Sayam, the spouse that went over sees, uh, is still around, is still alive, uh, and what happens in the circumstances in which they are still alive in return, they are not still alive as is reported, and then return they are actually dead, uh, and all of the halacha ramifications surrounding such a scenario. The Gemara on the bottom of the Aftzad, the Gimel Amad Beis, is discussing whether or not an Eid Echad is going to be believed to Mati or Yavama, to, uh, to the Yavim. And The Gemara says that this is not even a question, because the woman herself is going to be believed Based on the Mishnah on Daf Kuf that Mishnah over there teaches us that when a woman says her husband died and she's ready to move on, so the Mishnah says that she's believed and can get remarried. So the real question really is whether we let her be muteris lashuk when somebody testifies that her yavam died. The Gemara wonders what the reason is that we would believe her. Why does she have ne'emanis? So the question that based uh, does basedin accept this testimony, um, this edus, so that she does not require ibum and she can be muter she can go ahead and she can marry whomever she wants. So the brisa tells us that she is not believed to say that her Yavim died, uh, and she's not able to go ahead and be Mutaris Lashuk, and she isn't believed either when she says her sister died in order to be able to marry her sister's husband. And the Gemara comments that an Eid Echad is actually specifically left out over here. The Gemara never mentions anything with regards to uh, this concept of the acceptance of uh, of an uh, of an Eid echad, so maybe an Eid echad would be believed in this situation based on its exclusion. But the Gemara refutes that possibility and says that an Eid echad was purposely left out for an ancillary reason. And ultimately, the Gemara informs us that she is not believed to testify that the yavam died because it is possible that she may dislike the yavam and she wants to be free from the concept of Yivim, and she will not go ahead and will not verify uh, the situation accurately. So Tosos here comments and says, this particular woman seems to be wavering between her positive and negative feelings for this person. Feelings of hatred, uh, feelings of... um, of of, of a hatred for this for this man, some feelings of uh, of, of of love and admiration. And Tosus has a wonderful comment over here where Tosus describes the fact that the feeling of hatred generally overrides the feelings of love that a person could have. Tosus used a beautiful language, Gidola sinna hasonos me And Tosus tells us that the power of hatred, the power of sinna often is greater than the power of love. And Tosa says that maybe this is really what this woman is falling into. She hates this Yavim so much and she wants nothing to do with him. Rabbi Yonin, Brachos and Davchaf Aleph, Amad Aleph in the Dape Arif comments that even uh, every relationship that we generally have in our lives is uh, could be uh, under the category of what's referred to as a love-hate relationship, but we can't love and hate equally at the same time when it comes to our relationships between people. However, says Rabbeinu Yona, when it comes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when it comes to our relationship with Hashem, so we have dual feelings, feelings of Ava and feelings of Yira. Those feelings of Ava and Yira can certainly... Take place and occur simultaneously, based on the pasuk in Tehillim where we describe ifdu es Hashem biyira vegilu biraada. We have this concept of gilu biraada. We have this concept of um, of uh, in shaking and in trembling to uh, to serve Hashem to do the things that Hashem would want from us. And uh, and uh, and those feelings can exist. So Tosos over here on Daf Tzadi Dalet, Ahmed Aleph points out this. Uh, importance and the stress uh, of hatred that this uh, that this woman has to her potential yavim. the riff in the rambam in elhobum perig Halacha hey in the rambam so the, they write that the halacha here follows her and Rava. That an Eid Echad is going to be believed that a woman is not bound to her Yavam. And the rush over here disagrees. So the machlokus over here is going to be, once again, whether or not this woman uh, is going to be believed. Uh, and whether or not we can accept the testimony of an Eid Echad in such a situation. So comes along the Shulchan and Evin Ezer, Semin, Kufnin, Ches, if Gimel. And he paskins like the Riff and the Rambam. Namely, that an Eid Echad will be believed to unbind a woman from her Yavam. So even though we have the concept that we spoke about before, yakum davar. Generally, we need two edim for something to be upheld, for a uh, for a um, uh, concept to hold weight. So over here, however, when it comes to unbinding a woman from her yavam, so we do accept the testimony of an aid echad. The mission on the bottom of daf. Sadi Dalit Ahmed Aleph, goes on and discusses a case like we began with in our brief introduction where a man whose wife travels to Medina Sayyam. So you have a husband who's standing at home and his wife goes ahead and she travels overseas for whatever reason it might be, for business, for pleasure, however it uh, whatever might be going on. And they come back and they tell this man that his wife died. So he gets testimony, whether or not it's from one person, whether or not it's from two people. So Rashi discusses this and he goes and he marries his late wife's sister. Okay. So he he marries his late wife's sister and then his wife, poof, His wife reappears. His wife comes back. So the mission rules that they are able, they are indeed able to return to each other based on the fact that the second marriage never really went into effect as it was Usser initially. That marriage never got off the ground, says the Gemara. So we have to take note over here that to establish the wife as being dead halachically, there do need to be two witnesses. And if an echad brings the news, the husband is not going to be able to go ahead and marry his sister-in-law. That's simply not going to be matir him to this uh, woman who is a karov to this person who is an... Uh, uh, one of the Arias to him and unless we have these two witnesses so we're not going to uh, conclude that she is uh, that she is no longer and we wouldn't let him go ahead and we wouldn't let him remarry should he go ahead and remarry however and then find out that the husband uh, that is uh, that his spouse was uh, indeed alive in a little bit so Ramar is telling us the Kiddush over here is that he would be uh, indeed able to return to this woman to his ex or former wife So the question that becomes what's the difference between a husband going away and dying and a wife going away and dying so Gemara earlier told us uh, the Gemara says that we accept an Eid Echad when the husband dies just to make sure the wife wouldn't be in Aguna. The wife wouldn't be a chained woman, a chained wife who is not able to get remarried. And in the case of the wife's death, though, our Mishnah says the man is free to marry more than one. Uh, so the, the, the answer that's offered, rather, is that since a man is free to marry more than one person, since a man is not going to uh, have these Aguna problems, so uh so uh in the case of the wife's death, so uh, we wouldn't run into uh into the same problem. But we know that nowadays we have what's referred to as Khirum Rabbeinu Gershon. And the Khirm of Rabbeinu Gershon has many different uh uh, many different applications of it. One of which is that nowadays we don't allow men to marry, uh, to marry, to go ahead and to marry more than one woman. So if we were to hold this, uh, this difference between men and women, seemingly that since men are able to go ahead and since men are able to be remarried, they're not considered to be uh, agunos. So one may think that we can accept an eight to testify that the woman has died and the husband can go remarry. However, the Pisghi Tshuva brings down that nowadays, um, this is uh, this is uh, this is going to be us. Sir. and even uh, 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 nowadays an eight echad would not be enough to permit a husband to go and marry his wife's sister. And obviously, we're referring over here to all of the arayos that are uh, that are spelled out in the Torah in parshas acharemos. So all of these arayos, and when they're going to be uh, permitted uh, after, in the absence of uh, the person who made you uh them in erva to you so that's really what our gemara is discussing over here so this person could be uh us to you for many which reasons uh and what we have uh what we're discussing over here is is this uh, is this concept in which um this concept in which we have a uh, uh uh one of the arayos that arayos that member of the arayos family uh was only briefly introduced to you uh through blood the Relative who made that person one of the Arayos is now no longer that person has now died. And what is our relationship vis a vis that uh, previous uh, person who was who would have been on the list of forbidden relationships would have been on the list of Arayos? The Mishnah concludes. The Mishnah goes on to tell us with a statement that's made by Rabbi Yossi, where Rabbi Yossi tells us that anybody who's going to disqualify. Others is going to disqualify himself as well. And anybody who doesn't disqualify others is not going to disqualify himself. This mission is going to be explained in much more detail on Daf Hey Ahmed But that means that although it's true that if Adam would come and say to a man, Your wife in Medina Sayyam died, and he goes and he marries the sister, and then his wife shows up, that he can go ahead and he can remarry his first wife. And there um and there would be a time that uh, sorry, he would go ahead and he'd be able to marry his, uh, marry his wife. But the Gemara is going to describe that there would be a time that he actually would not be able to marry his wife. So what's the case? How so? What does this look like? So in a complicated discussion, the Gemara says the following, that if the sister-in-law, who he just married, was also married, and her husband was B'medina Sayam as well, and then the Edim say that his brother-in-law, his sister-in-law's husband uh, also died so they um they uh they uh they uh we have this situation here where we have uh, two spouses that are Medina, Medina sayam, and both of those spouses uh, pass away, supposedly, and then they come and they both show back up. So we learn, the Gemara tells us, that she's going to be Usser to him, she's going to be Usser to her husband, but the man, in our case, is going to be mutter to return to his former wife. And this is the point that Arviosi is making, that once it's Usser for one woman to return to her husband, it'll be Usser for the others as well. So we wouldn't allow uh, that person to return to their initial relationship in any, which circumstances. So the Gemara then discusses the hat that allows, uh, the first wife to return to him. Um, and, uh, and go ahead and marry your sister-in-law. Uh, uh, and the, the, the sister-in-law is not going to be able to live with her husband, and the fact that we don't apply the principle of Rabbi Yossi uh, of, of, of uh, in this particular circumstance. And this, the Gemara says, uh, does go against the approach of Rabbi Akiva because Rabbi Akiva holds that a forbidden relationship should never go to get, uh, should never get to go. Um, the, 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 there should never be this possibility of this relationship prohibited relationship being able to come together and that's similar to what rabbi Yosi concluded in our mishnah that is the concept of rabbi Yosi, that when you disqualify uh, others so uh, based on a relationship like we said with the husband and wife where both spouses go to medina sayam so um so we have over here that uh that the this case and basically depending on whether they were married with kedushin or nisuin would Uh, lend itself to discussing different halachic ramifications of such a circumstance and the gemara goes on to discuss the halachic ramifications of being married al yide nisuin or not having the full-fledged marriage take place and only having completed the stage of marriage referred to as nisuin and what would that mean if the uh, partner has gone and if he, uh, he or she has gone to Medina Sayyam and did not return and was uh, testified as if they died, and then they show back up with, uh, after the testimony of one or two witnesses in such a circumstance. So the Gemara discusses whether or not if Nisuin was performed. Uh, are they going to be asura to each other? Whether or not, if kiddushin was performed, they're going to be uh, they're going to be asura to each other. And cases like this that describe some of the complexities of a husband or a wife that go Limadina sayam. And what concludes from our Gemara are these uh, discussions of whether or not we're going to be uh, whether or not we're going to be we're going to believe eid echur, when it comes to. Uh, when it comes to uh, this concept of uh, yibum, this concept of a woman who goes to Medina Sayam, the Shulchan Aruch that we quoted, the Rif in the Rambam that we said earlier, with regards to whether or not the erechad is going to be believed to matir a woman Lashuk, to allow her to marry uh, whomever she decides to marry, and uh, all of these discussions take us down to the bottom of Daf Tzadidahid Amadez, and as we uh, have just a few more Daf in the Parak of Haisha Rabbah, so certainly. Uh, we are uh, in the crux of Sechsi Vamos. So many uh, discussions over here that seem uh, that seem esoteric, that seem foreign, but um, with uh, with a little bit of effort, so we can definitely make them uh, practical, and we can do our best to try to understand them in a practical fashion. That is Maseches Vamos Daf Tsadi Dalad.